first degree University of Nottingham, second degree University of Bristol, you know, held senior positions or worked on major projects everywhere from Ericsson to a Tesselat, you know, the picture of the upwardly mobile Nigerian with his leg in several continents, a tech disruptor, super geek, charge box, tech advance. And then one day in 2020, after a build-up, he, his mind snaps. Well, to put it in a very short, you know, form, I had a mental breakdown that my doctors called bipolar affective disorder. I also had, during that time, a multiple personality disorder. In a way of speaking, he loses his mind. I had slept in six days, maybe nine hours. My friends tried to sedate me by drugging me. They gave me diazepam. I drank it and slept one and a half hours. I was up. The journey since then has included three days under sedative. Man, the sedation was like something out of a movie. It took eight men to hold me down. Seeing a clinical therapist twice a week. I do therapy like almost every day, right. but I do clinical therapy maybe twice a week. Right. I have medication that I take, so my medication helps me arrange my thoughts. How does he survive the reality that he's still trying to regain control of his mind? I did something crazy while I was in there. What? I hacked into their computer. <laughs> On the, on the day that I woke up. Yeah. How does he manage with the disruptions and the damage and the trauma and the triggers that this continuing journey towards healing entails? And this is something I have to say. Men are not allowed to know better when it comes to emotional and mental health. Explain that. We're not allowed to cry. And what can you learn from this introductory episode about your mind, about your heart, about your spirit. Man, Chude, why are you doing this to me? I'm sorry. I call my guest, Samuel Uduma, a participant observer in his own mental breakdown and journey back to mental wellness. This episode will grip you. God, please help me. <laughs> and that was the person that I blamed the most. God. Well, to put it in a very short, you know, form, I had a mental breakdown that my doctors called bipolar affective disorder. Mm. I also had, during that time, a multiple personality disorder. Mm. I was existing as pretty much four people in one, you know. It was exacerbated by what happened to my father. So my dad had a very horrible accident right. that came about because of you know, an ailment that he had. Right. It was technically a successful brain surgery, but the aftercare for the brain surgery like, lacked a lot. In fact, after the brain surgery, they had stitched his head you know, and so on. So, but because it was itchy, he now reinfected it. And because of that, he now got a post-surgery infection that now began to attack his system. My mom has a special skill in chesting everything to prevent me from being the one to chest it. Yeah, so in a bit to protect me, yeah. she would just say something just mm. so that I don't stress out. Mm. It was as though my father had become a skeleton. Like, I walked into the room today, 
like the whole place smelled like death. I had never told my dad mm. how much. Man, Chude, why are you doing this to me? I'm sorry. Um. At 2 a.m., 3 a.m., I couldn't sleep. Because every time I close my eyes, the image, sloth, and then I'll party. And I party, though. <laughs> I smoked weed. I, I'm not judging who smokes weed, but I never smoked weed, mm -hmm. and typically, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I was smoking, I was drinking. I was using very unhealthy coping strategies yeah. to prevent myself from confronting the trauma that I had just witnessed. Yeah. So by this time, this was six days, I had slept in six days, maybe nine hours in the whole of the six days. Mm. But you couldn't tell me I was tired. Mm. But from the 24th now till the 26th, mm. my manic episode reached hypermania, mm. where I was now having blackouts. Yeah. My friends tried to sedate me by drugging me. They gave me diazepam. Mm. They put it inside alcohol, because only alcohol that I would, I would take, right? right? They put it inside alcohol. I drank it and slept one and a half hours. I was up. Little did I know how high my blood pressure was going until finally on the 26th, I was sedated. So they had to call a mental health facility. Man, the sedation was like something out of a movie. It took eight men to hold me down like this. They were trying to pierce Okay. My, my hands yeah. with the intravenous injection, yeah. and they were missing it. Yeah, because you, you yes. I was too strong yes. for eight guys. So by the time the multiple personality disorder hadn't. Oh, it did. Right. It happened between twenty fourth and twenty sixth. Right, 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 right. I was I was four personalities. Right, I was because, father, right, son, right. Holy Spirit, and Sam. Explain that. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was giving people prophecies, mm. and. They were accurate. People were like, what? What's going on? But guess what? Mm -hmm. It was modeled yeah. because the fourth side was Sam. So while you were manifesting these different personalities, yes. you, you would communicate with people based on the personality that you were in at that time. Absolutely. Yes. So, if, so when Jesus... When Jesus was speaking, yeah, you send videos, you send I'll messages. I send messages. I'll be using stickers and yeah. emoticons. Yeah. Ah. And then the confusing part of it, I guess, for those around you was that the things you were saying... In, when you were in the Holy Spirit mode, yes, where prophetic made sense, were intelligent, yes, but then the presentation wasn't was coordinated the way that it would be if we were making a presentation. Absolutely, As, yes, absolutely. Yes. So it's like, so it's like, should we worry or should, or we, should be, we? Or so that was what was happening. Yeah. There were some of my my spiritual friends, yeah. you know, people that I, I rate as my spiritual friends, yeah. that would call me when this thing was happening yeah. and just want to talk to me. Yeah. Because when I start to talk to them as Holy Spirit, mm. they are excited. Mm. They are like kids. They are like, tell me more, tell me more. Mm. There's one particular pastor, I can't call his name, but he will call, 
I was having mania, but the guy didn't care. He was like, where's Sam? He will video call me. And my phone at that point was like the source to everybody because people mm -hmm. were reaching me. I was talking to many people. Mm -hmm. All I, I felt like I could do everything anything. and yeah. anything. Yeah. But guess what? The father mm -hmm. was always responsive to fear. So whenever I sensed fear from somebody, mm -hmm. I would respond as the father. I would come with authority and I would cancel. Mm -hmm. I would just begin to attack them. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't attacking them. I was attacking the fear behind them. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's, so that's and so Jesus was a chill guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like you. <laughs> <laughs> so after three days, you came to. You were, I came to. You were asking what's, what's happening around you. Yeah, I was like, what's happening? And I found out that I was in a mental facility somewhere in Lekki, a uh, mental health facility. Um, but I was okay. Mm. I came to and I, was, I felt rested. Mm. In fact, I did something crazy while I was in there. What? I hacked into their computer. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the day that I woke up, yeah. I was bored. I needed to send an email to my friends to be like, come and get me out of here. And I didn't know how to. I was thinking of how to. Then I hacked into their computer and sent the email. <laughs> I sent them an email. Right. And then my mom found out. Mm -hmm. So my mom was like, why did you people send him, uh, give him internet? Yeah. They were like, no. Ma. Because you're not meant to have access to the outside world right. in a mental facility. Mm -hmm. They were like, no, ma. We did him too. Yeah, yeah. He hacked. <laughs> I almost got someone fired, yeah. right? Someone always lost their job because of that, the nurse. So I felt a bit bad, but yeah. that was fun. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I spent about 12 days in the, mental in the facility, yeah. and it was really relaxing right. in the sense that it was medications, it was mindfulness, we would just gather around and talk. You know, it was exercises, you were eating at, you know, square meals at, times so it was almost like a getaway but it was meant to mimic rest and relaxation while you were getting medicated right. in the last year i've had three relapses right. but thankfully not as bad as the first one you're still in therapy now absolutely i do therapy like almost every day right. but i do clinical therapy maybe twice a week I have medication that I take. So my medication helps me arrange my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Because the medication, like I, used, I fought the medication mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm -hmm. But I now realize that one of the causes of my relapse is that as I'm starting in the manic, the manic episode, mm -hmm. I may be able to master it if I had my medication to help me soften the impact. Right, right. So medication helps, but only medication and yes, it's not doesn't, yes, doesn't yes, work. Yes. Your wife? Yes. How is that now? I don't know how much I can say. Right. We're going through our own journey, yeah. and our journey is very, I hope, long. Mm. Because I've traumatized that girl. I progressed to breaking down. Breaking down didn't just happen because of my dad. It was yeah, compounded. So, so she was seeing things. Right. She used to call me Incredible Hawk. Because you would just switch. So I had bipolar tendencies. Yes. And if I knew better, and this is something I have to say mm. as a guy, men are not allowed to know better when it comes to emotional and mental health. Explain that. We're not allowed to cry. Right. So we don't have Men become brittle. Right. 
And when you brittle, you break. So there's no water to wet us. We cry somehow anyways. If we don't cry through tears, something else cries. Either our heart, we get high BP. That's why men die quicker, very earlier than women. Because they don't allow any, they are, the real organ that is meant to let them bleed yeah, out, yes, heal. Yes. They don't allow it to happen. It's like if you cut yourself and the blood doesn't come out. Come out. begins to coagulate and all of that. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. I had a bottle of